Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I am Jody. That was The Chainsmokers and Coldplay with something just like this. And today is Sunday, March 24th, 2019. And I am here at my good friend Nick's house. We're just going to have a catch-up, a little bit of a talk, kind of see where it goes. Say hi, Nick. Hey, guys. Mostly what I wanted to do for any of those who were listening... Uh, last time I recorded, I talked about having a breast biopsy, and I had my biopsy on Thursday. Drove myself down there. Wasn't excited to be going, obviously. Um, not a big deal going by myself, but just didn't want to go. So, of course, I was five minutes late. <laughs> but I got there. You know, they asked me if I had anybody with me. I said, no, it was just me. Um, they take you back. They have you undress. Well, they didn't have me undress. I, I wore a button-down button, button down shirt. So I unbuttoned one side, took it off, laid down on the bed. She gets the area all nice and sterile, so I'm laying there with the booby poking out. And took forever, took forever for the doctor to finally come in. But doctor came in. She was great. I was laying there on the table, and they're passing instruments over me as I'm laying there. So I see the first needle. It's about oh. this big, Nick. Right? First needle comes. Little tiny needle. Yeah, about an inch, maybe. Yeah. And that, she goes in to start the numbing. Okay, oh, not so bad. I can handle a little needle like that. Next yeah. needle comes. It's about this big. Three inches. Okay, right? And I'm thinking, okay, okay I can do this. Third needle comes. It's like this fucking Six long. Six inches long. And I was like, I just started bawling. You I just, did. I just started crying. All of a sudden, it hit me, what I was doing there, what was going on. And I just cried, and they were like, "Oh, honey, are are you okay? Oh, we we should we t- should have told you to close your eyes, you know." And I said, "Yeah, Blind you folds. should have." Blindfolds are help, handy. So she says, "I'm sorry, honey, but we got to get in real deep because because the lump is really deep in there. We got to get in." So she's like, "Just close your eyes, close your eyes." And then a few minutes later, she goes, "Now really close your eyes because I'm going to be passing over the tool because what they do is they get the needle in there to numb it, right?" Yeah. Then she makes a little incision on my breast, uh-huh. and then she puts this tube in there. A tube in there. It, it, it looks like a tube. Okay, they've got the old shun here, and the tube goes in, and then a little thing comes out and takes oh. a snip of my breast tissue. Oh, it's like a little little claw. Yeah, it's like a little claw inside there, right, that comes out. Oh. Pulls that out. So that part, once it was done, it was quick. Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. And I was laughing with these ladies because they said, you know, you didn't have anybody bring you? And I said, well, I was going to have my mom bring me. And they said, well, you should have. Then you could go out to lunch. And I said, well, you know what? I just decided I'm not going back into work. By the way, folks, I got a job. Jody got a job. Jody's working Yay. again. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I said, I'm not going to go in. I'm, I'm going to take my mom to lunch instead. So I bring up uh, Chicken Shack. 
You're going to have to go down there one of these times, Nick, if you like fried chicken. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because this chicken shack okay. is locally owned. Let's go. It's not a chain. Uh, I said, you know, I think I'll I think I'll take my mom down there. And the one lady says, where? Where in Parker? She asked me exactly for the name and the address. She says, I love good fried chicken. They got good fried chicken. I said, oh, absolutely. So, so you've then, been there before? I've been there lots of times. Lots of times. In fact, so... I finish up there, and by the time I leave, everybody there wants to go get Chicken Shack, <laughs> which was pretty cool. But I call my mom, and I said, Mom, procedure's all done. I thought I'd come down, and if you haven't already been to Chicken Shack this week, you know, I would take you there for lunch. And she goes, well, I have been, but I don't mind going again. <laughs> oh, cool. So went down to Parker, picked up my mom. Uh, they told me that I would hear the results um, Friday or Monday. They weren't sure. They said Friday... On good good terms, Monday at the latest. So I said, okay, no big deal. So I go down, get my mom, and we go to Church's Chicken, and she tells me, yeah, I'm so glad Avery's going to see Kettner. And I said, she is? She goes, yeah, she's going Friday. And I said, you mean tomorrow? She says, yeah. And I said, oh, that's lovely, that's lovely that my kids talk to me, right? I have no idea either one of them was, either one of them had this planned, but I'm like, that's fucking awesome. She goes, yeah, she's flying out there. Uh, flying out the Friday and she's going to stay until Monday because it's her spring break. So she's uh -huh. just going to go out there and hang out with them. So uh -huh. that's totally fucking awesome. Out to California. Out to California. Oh, out cool. to LA. Yeah. yeah, so she's there now. Um, I tried to text her and tell her, you know, hey, glad you're going. Tell Kettner I love him. She didn't respond. Okay, no biggie. And then last night, Kettner texted me at like, I don't know, 9. I was in bed by, yeah. 8.30. I slept most of the day. I, I slept most of the day today, too, Nick. I slept until, like, 11 when number two woke me up and was like, hey. So I finally woke up. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But so she's out there. So my mom and I had a real good real good lunch. Uh -huh. um, my mom is always good for a laugh. She just, she always cracks me up. So um, the, fun, the funny part about that was when I got there, she says, you know, I still have to get ready. So give me a little bit. I said, no problem. Went upstairs, did a couple things on the computer. Then I realized, oh, my mom doesn't have a car. She's going to have to ride in mine. Uh oh. So, fortunately for me, I had vacuumed out my car last week. So, it wasn't too dirty, but I got out there and I was cleaning out my car. And when I went to go in the house, my mom had shut the front door that I had come out. And I come in and she goes, oh, I didn't know where you left, where you went. I thought you left me. And I said, oh, mom, I would never leave you. <laughs> So I thought that was kind of interesting that she just assumed I had left her there when I did not. But can you, can people good. actually do that to her? So she <laughs> I don't know. I know that's a good question. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Would you like? Oh, it's gonna see if you wanted to switch chairs. You look a tad uncomfortable there. I'm not sure oh, okay. why. So after that, um, I was going to go home. I didn't want to come home, didn't know what I was going to do with myself, so I brought myself here and hung out. And then went to work the next day. Um, unfortunately, I was late. I got a talking to. <laughs> I'm going, they've changed my hours for me, so I don't have to be there till 8.30. Uh, so I shouldn't be late anymore. Uh, working for a great company, guys, called Landmark Packaging. Uh, shout out to my boy Taboo and my boy Ed and my boy Ed Jenkins Jr. Uh, all three of them helped me kind of get this job uh, as far as, um, you know, relating me to the right people. And then Taboo told me where to go, gave his name. But it clearly a, you cannot be late. 
Clearly, I cannot be late. Yes. Good thing is there's no clock, no punch-in system because I'm salary, right? Yeah, but it's a good salary, and I think you. It's a good salary, be on and time. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna be fucking up. Good part this weekend. Number two got a car. Oh yes. Uh-huh. It's well. It's actually really nice. It's a 2006 Hyundai Sonata. Uh huh. He got it for fifteen hundred. It's only okay. got one hundred thirty thousand miles on it. Good. Hundred thirty thousand miles for two thousand six. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. And he keeps telling me that it's gonna be my car. Oh, he does. Because he, he wants to get a truck. He really wants a truck. But the truck guy didn't come through, and this car was a steal. So he took it. Yeah. So he got it. But he keeps. He's like, this set of keys is yours. As soon as I get my truck, this car's yours. So after all that kind of talk, I sat down with number two, and I said, look, I don't know how to say this except to say this. But I am not over my ex. I'm clearly not over my ex. You are a great guy. I have fun with you. You make me laugh. You're very supportive. But my heart seems to be somewhere else. Okay, and he says, his first question is, well, was he good to you? And I thought about it for a little bit. And it wasn't that he was bad to me. But... He never did things like number two does. He never, like number two, I came home the other night and he had bought me this bouquet of chocolate bars. It was just like like seven different chocolate bars. Big, huge, king-size ones for no reason. Very romantic, I may add. I mean, yeah, well. Uh-huh. <laughs> is it? See, I don't even know what romance is. Well, that was romantic. <clears throat> well, it was, it was that's, very that's nice. What, that's what a boyfriend does. And he doesn't even like chocolate. Yeah, but that's what a boyfriend does. Well, he, he did that for me. Um, as we know, he's also, you know, paid my rent. He pays for everything, whenever he can. He says, <coughs> we're a team. It doesn't matter that you're not working. We're a team, and if the roles were reversed, I hope you would do this for me. Mm-hmm. Kind of a kind of a really nice thing. But he says, you know, I I don't want to be in the way of you being happy. And if he is who you want to be with, I will step back. And I just kind of sat there because I wanted to know, but it's not like there's a but chance. But you started out the conversation with "I'm not over my ex." Where, where did it go? It it's still it's still at that 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 he acknowledges and I acknowledge that I am not over my ex. That I am hesitant with him in many ways, emotionally, sexually, otherwise, because I still am pining. And do you want to be in a relationship with him? I still miss my ex. Well, I still miss all of my exes. <laughs> well, it's hard for me to think of being with someone else because I still miss him. So, do I want to be in a relationship with him? No, because I still am pining. But do I enjoy the time we spend together? Yes. Okay. Is he good to me? Yes. He cleans the kitchen. <laughs> he vacuums the apartment. He supports me in, like, he even offered, because he has to call in now, too. You know how I, I constantly forget to call for my UAs, yeah. and therefore I tend to miss them? Yeah. Well, he offered the other day, he says, just give me the phone number and the number, and I will call every day for you in the morning when I get up. Now, that's something you offered to do for me as well, so I know that that is coming from a good place. Yeah. But it's also something... But we also discussed that, and we said it was a little bit codependent. Well, it is. It is. But the fact that you offered out of love... Yes. And 
him being what, you know, in supposedly the boyfriend role, it's more appropriate for him to offer that, I, w I think, than it would be for you. Huh. Only because, you know, it's okay to be codependent with your partner. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really mean that. Um, but I, I just, I, I'm trying to be as authentic as I can. Because it doesn't feel good to be <sighs> inauthentic. It doesn't feel good. It feels like, I feel like I'm betraying both of them. Do you know, it's, and I, and I told him that. And he still asked me about it. He's still telling me how very much he loves me. But he wants my happiness more than his own. So whatever I need him to do, he will do. And that's where that, that's, that's where we left it. Wanting to know where that ended. That's where that landed. So the good thing is, when rent comes up this month, I can pay it all myself. Of course, he's like, I don't want you to pay all that yourself. He's like, I, I'll pay it. And I'm like, he's not a rich man. Well, he's paying it because he feels he wants to be in a relationship with you, a romantic relationship with you. And he has to pay for it? Uh, he's being generous and he's being kind and he's being uh, bringing you chocolate bouquets and... I mean, he's saying, uh, you know, I love you. I'll call the... He brought me a box of Cheez-Its, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, Jody, uh, you know, you either have to... You, you take the Band-Aid off slowly or you take it off right away. Well, obviously, I'm taking it off slowly. Apparently, because you Because are, I'm not I'm, ready to... I'm not ready to let go of my alcoholic. All right, then. Uh, are you in love with him? My alcoholic? Yeah. Yes. Two. two. Oh, no, with number two? Yeah. No, with number two, I'm... It's such a box of mixed emotions. I mean, I do love the guy. I'm not in love with him, but I love him. He's a sweetheart. He... I, I talked to his sister But he's today. in love with you. He's in love with me, yes. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, and that's what, that's what he said. He says, I don't want to get deeper involved with you if you're going to leave me for someone else, obviously. Well, even if you're going to leave him to be alone. <laughs> even if I'm going to leave him to be alone. And that's because that's what I told him. I said, you know, they're really... Like, my my ex doesn't talk to me. Won't talk to me. Mm -hmm. um, as you've said in previous podcasts, it takes, what, five years? At least. You said? For someone what? And when you said that, what were you basing that off of? Or what do you mean by it takes... What takes five years? Because he's now clean? Takes five years for him, or are you yeah, saying it takes five years for me and my drugs? Like which? Takes five years for you and your drugs. I mean, Hazel. I, I keep giving Hazel, uh, my daughter, uh, shit because she cannot stay away from men, and they're all in recovery, and none of them have more than a year. None. And, of them. But it's tough though because those, in a sense, that is the person who is most likely to be able to understand where you're coming from. Of course. Is someone who is also going through the same thing. I uh, had this talk with your other daughter, Luna. Yeah, right. Like, she doesn't understand why you think that would be such a terrible thing. Right. But then again, there are the triggers. If the he, triggers if, if that either one of you can trigger yeah, in the he, other. If he falls off the wagon, she may go with him. But that's her choice. That is. And it doesn't necessarily take him to fall off. I would I would. Well, think. she could fall off, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you say you don't want to be in a relationship. 
But then again, I am scared to death to be alone. Exactly Being why you alone. need to be alone. What you fear the most is what you have to do. <laughs> and this I know. I mean, I faced that for the last four I have to learn, when I can, I have to learn how to shoot a gun because I am so afraid of guns, it's not even funny. It is a ridiculous well, then you fear go, for go me. Go take the lessons with your mom. I mean, I I am actually not legally able to be around a weapon at this oh, point. Oh, because you're uh, you because have a of my pending case. Felony. Yes. Well, it's it's a two year deferred. I wouldn't say pending felony because in the end of it, I'm not supposed to have a felony. Okay. So. So it's not pending. Well, could you have a hunting rifle? Um, I can't have any type of firearm until this is done. How about a bow and arrow? A big it's fucking, not a firearm. How about a big fucking knife? My dad's got one of those old wooden yeah. bows. I got a big fucking knife. You can just take that. A big fucking knife. Yeah, I can walk around with a big fucking knife, but I don't feel that afraid that I need to arm myself. I'm sorry, but the tow truck driver came over and he almost wanted to rape you. <sighs> no, he just... He, I, uh, he touched you. He made me feel uncomfortable. That was close. That could have been my triggers. He could have been doing nothing more than just being nice, and something triggered I'm so, me. Yeah, I'm sorry, it, but he, he felt just, threatened. Something just triggered. He just placed his hand on me in a and you, in a manner you, you that could, felt you shot it. and I I could have shot. I could have stabbed the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it was a big fucking knife. No, I don't know that that would have gone over very well. No, it would not have gone over very well. No, no, because yeah. I was not that threatened. He did not have a weapon. He he was not. He took your phone. No, I probably dropped it when I ran. He was probably being a nice guy. Because if he'd left it there, it wouldn't still be there. Okay. For sure. All right, all right. And he probably had no idea that it was going to be yeah. Popo knocking on the door. Uh-huh. And he turned it over willingly. Yeah. Like. All right, so I don't... You talk about authenticity. Yeah. And I don't know where you're at authentically yet. Do you want... I'm still... You, you want a romantic relationship? You don't want to be alone? Uh, you do want to be alone. It's growing on you know, me. I don't know. It's growing on me because he's super nice. For, I've been alone for what? Four years. Well, Coming on four. Twenty eighth. It'll be four years. She died four years ago on the twenty eighth. Yeah. It'll be Thursday. Yeah. That's when I get my butt check. Um. <laughs> on the day she passed. Yes. Oh, for heaven's sake. Yes. <laughs> and you took a whole week off. I took a whole week off. I'm off Good all this you. week. Yeah. Tomorrow I get a tooth pulled, and Thursday I get a colonoscopy. It's going to be a wonderful vacation. Oh my gosh, a tooth pulled <laughs> and a colonoscopy. Who's driving you? Uh, Luna or Hazel. Okay, good. Good. Not that I could take time off, no. but I would try. Yeah, I know you would. I but, but, you know, here it is. I mean, uh, the, number two uh, is a major alcoholic. He's had three heart attacks. Um, he has been dry for almost two weeks now. And he's, uh, you know, he's not the most attractive individual in the whole world. You know, he uh, is, he is, if he doesn't, if you didn't know he didn't he have teeth. he doesn't smile, uh, you know. If you didn't know he didn't have upper teeth. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. He's blonde hair, blue eyes. He's yeah. six foot one. Yeah. He's got tats. He's got a decent build. I mean, he's not unattractive. Okay, so. He, I, he is attractive. He's got It's not blue clear eyes. to me. Uh, he's in love with you. Right? Authentically, you're not in love with him, you say. Okay, but can you be in love with somebody that you know so little about? Of, well, you, you fall in love with a projection, not with the real person. Okay. That's Touché. usually, that's how it works. Touche. All right? 
Um, you project onto somebody your ideal, you know, your princess, your queen, your whatever, and you fall in love with that projection. Not always. Uh, that's how always. it starts. That's how it starts? <laughs> yeah. That's the love at first sight? It, it, well, kind of, this is my everybody, everything, shiny every, Everybody's a love at, mostly a love at first sight, most of the time, you know. No, I just watched a movie called Instant Family. It's a great movie with Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Um, who I love. I love Rose Byrne. I love Mark Wahlberg as well. But they're a cute little couple that flips houses. He's a handyman. She's the realtor. They flip houses. And their family starts giving them shit about wanting to have kids. Okay? And Mark is like, God, you couldn't have thought of this like five years ago? Like, I'm going to be the old grandpa at graduation, you know? And he's giving her shit about being an old dad. So they look into adoption. And they go and... She says, he says to her, you know, I just, I didn't feel that instant connection. And she goes, what do you mean? He goes, I didn't feel that instant connection, like, like with us, like with you. And she kind of like looks away and he goes, what? You didn't feel that instant connection? You didn't know right away? And she goes, well, you know, I saw potential. And he says, but you didn't feel that. When did you, when did you feel that? When did you feel that? And she goes, maybe like, bless you, Nick. She goes, um, you know, it, it was before we got married. And he goes, before we got married? You know, and he's just, like, freaking out because she never felt that instant connection. But yet, she married him, and they were, like, seven years into their marriage. Oh, and oh right. So he felt it, apparently. He felt it, apparently. She did not feel it. Uh-uh. Not instant. What, was she waiting for something else? Are she you, never really said. Uh, he I, gave her shit, though. She, she said that it took her 14 months. To feel, to know that he was the one. And so he goes, oh, well, why don't we go check out some kids? And then 14 months from now, you can let me know if they're the one. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> all right. It was a really funny movie, actually. All right, so. Really funny. Instant Family. Mark all right, Wahlberg, but, but that's Burn. another version of romantic relationship where the one person has that connection right away. You're talking about number two. Yeah. And he's working on you. Uh, he's being nice to you. Well, see, Mark Wahlberg in the movie, he assumed that she had that same instant connection. Yeah. Do you think... Well, see, I'm, make, I'm making it clear with number two But they're sleeping don't. with each other, and, and, and you know... And oh, they were married and happy. Married and, uh, and happy, and, you know, and she apparently was not sure. She was not sure. Not until... They were they were together 14 months. Well, she might have issues. She, oh, God, every woman has issues. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, who knows what her pr previous boyfriend was like, and maybe he... Was a, a son of a bitch, and uh, you know she has trauma. Could be and wounds. Could be, as do you. As do I, bringing up wounds. Um, <laughs> my Speaky, parents. Speaking of wounds. Speaking of wounds, my parents' fiftieth anniversary was Monday, uh -huh. the eighteenth. It was also my sister's forty uh, ninth birthday because uh -huh. she's a year. She was born on the first anniversary, as my father says. It was kind of a, kind of a, kind of a jerk trick. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that, but he said it was kind of a jerk trick. Joanna. Joanna, yes. Uh, but so for my parents' anniversary, of course, me and my siblings um, all put together money so that my parents could go on a cruise. Um, there's some backstory to this, and let me just give you that. It, probably a year ago, I hit up my sister Jessica because I realized the next anniversary was going to be my parents' 50th. And... No offense, if you're listening, Jess. Jess has money, and Jess knows how to plan. Jess is very detailed, list taker. Very much, she could almost be a type first. A. She could almost be a first child. She's a type A. 
She could almost be a first child. And um, I thought that she could help me at least start to put together something for the 50th anniversary. So we talked a little bit, but then it, like, piddled off and, you know, life got in the way. And then um, I talked to her again about it later, like, November, maybe, like, September, October. Brought it up with her again. And the next thing I know, my brother Brett is texting me, and he goes, Hey, I noticed that you weren't included on these texts, but... Well, you don't have any money. Well, so what? Leave me out? Because it was my little sister who started the text, okay? And I was not included on it. And they made all these plans to do a big surprise for my parents' anniversary. Same shit I had tried to do, right? So, um, Brett hits me up and he's like, um, Mom and Dad, we want to do this for Mom and Dad. We're trying to get good ideas. Do you have any idea what they want to do? Okay, well, I'm a shit and my sisters, if they're listening, are probably going to hate me for this. But I asked my mom. Mom, it's your 50th anniversary. What would you like us to do? Because we're going to do something, Mom. Well, yeah. What would you like us to do? And she goes, well, I don't want anything big. I don't want anything big. I don't don't want a lot of people invited. Because we want to go to Disneyland. uh, Well, no, doesn't want to do a big, like, party, like a big, you know, wedding, quinceanera. No. You know, yeah, you get music. Mariachi band. (laughs) (laughs) I totally thought mariachi. That's what came into my mind. Yeah, I was like, let's get a mariachi band. But my mom said, no, 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 none of that, none of that. And I said, well, they were talking maybe a cruise. And she goes, well, I would like to go to Alaska. Alaskan cruise. And I said, oh, oh, good. Oh, Alaskan, okay. glaciers. So I was like, okay, so would, would you else? like a, an Alaskan cruise? And she goes, well, I would really love that, but you guys don't have to do that. That's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. But okay. I get back with my brother, and I'm like, Brett, cruise, Alaska. This is what she wants. He's like, cool. Julia was thinking cruise, you know, blah, blah, blah. Huh. So they're trying to do it behind my mom's back, and I'm keeping my mom in the loop. And my mom comes to me, and she says, there's this one cruise line. Do not get us tickets for this cruise line. Uh-huh. It was the, uh, the, the diarrhea cruise line. <laughs> yeah, well, she calls, she says that they cater especially to the elderly. Oh. And my mom thinks senior. initially. Uh, nursing, yeah. nursing home cruise line. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. When at first she thought, well, they cater to seniors, that's, that's great. That's okay, but thing, it's. But- but catered to the elderly, the woman, the woman who told her not to go on this cruise line said, when you dock and when you get off at ports, you have to wait for everybody who's got oxygen, and everybody in a wheelchair, and, yeah. everybody with a walker. No, she with says, the, it takes the, forever. The, <laughs> <laughs> everybody with the IVs, IVs yeah, you're right. Yeah, everybody yeah. with the colostomy yeah, bags. Right, right. They all take precedence. So she says, it takes forever to get on and off. So I told my brother, Don't I said, do that one. Not, not that cruise line. So they did, they got, they got her a nice cruise. I was not able to contribute, as you pointed out. I was broke. I was not working. A really cool thing that happened, uh, my sister Jessica uh, texted me and she's like, like, hey, you know, so I know that you haven't been working and I know you know what's going on with mom and dad and I know how much it would mean for you to be able to contribute. So if you still have a Venmo account, I will Venmo you the money. And then you can go ahead and pay Julia, because she's the one who covered oh. for you not being able to pay. Okay. So, so, so Julia covered me to have something over my head. Jessica? So Jessica sends it to me, and I turn around and I send it to Julia. But Jessica says, oh. send this much to Julia, keep this much for yourself. And I was like, wow. That was That's sweet. That was sweet. That she's was, married to the doctor, right? She's married to the doctor. She has a dual master's degree. She could make more money than the doctor 
She probably does. Uh-huh. Um, she's just she's Jessica's very very intelligent, very smart, very professional. Just she knows her shit, and um, she doesn't let people walk all over her. But, but she helped you out. She helped me out. And so I was able to help out. And it's exactly like she said. She knew how much I wanted to be able to contribute. And yeah. I did. I you felt really bad. Do. Yeah, you love your I felt your parents, bad that so I helped. Yeah. So I, I was able to contribute. And then before the dinner um, on Sunday, I had donated. So I was able to go get my dad. Because my dad's birthday was the 14th. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get him anything. The 14th was the day I had my mammogram. Mm-hmm. I texted my dad and I said, Well, at least you're not having a mammogram on your birthday. And he goes... Better than a prostate biopsy. <laughs> and I said, shit, you're not having one of those today, are you, Dad? He says, no, but I've had several. So I said, okay, all right. That was another thing that made me feel good about whether or not my breast was going to be cancerous. Because my father had had several biopsies and obviously cancer never free. had cancer. Right. My sister Joanna had to have breast biopsy. It was not cancerous. So I felt, plus I don't know of it in my family. My mom told me that my grandma had had a breast biopsy that was also negative. So I felt pretty good about that. But we go to dinner. Everybody meets. We were meeting up at uh, Famous Dave's to have barbecue for my parents' anniversary. Great barbecue. Great barbecue. So guess what? Jody showed up right at 6.30. Ooh, was I proud of myself. So I walk in and there's Brett and Sarah and Andrew and Allison. And Allison... Andrew is Joanna's son. uh, Andrew is Brett's son. Brett and Sarah have Alex, and Alex was there as well. Alex and her boyfriend. Alex is not Brett's daughter, but he has adopted her. Uh So technically. Then there's Andrew. Then there's Anna. Anna is away at school in Idaho. She's going to BYU-Idaho. And then if you go from her, who's in college, we go down to Adam, who's in kindergarten. (laughs) That's a big gap. And then we have Allison, who is two and a half. And Allison is one whose little toes got burnt. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And I hear that they call her little Jody. Oh, they do. They do. And I didn't quite understand why. Okay, we're sitting at dinner, and uh, Sarah is telling this story about how she gave Allison a popsicle the other day. And Allison was eating a popsicle for a little bit. But then she walked over to a heater vent. She lifted it up. She tossed her popsicle in there, set it down, and went on about her day. <laughs> So that's like you. I guess that's like me. There was also a time that... I have a picture of you when you were two years old. Do you? What am I doing in it? You're petting a a little burl, a little donkey. Oh, I want that picture. Yeah. You have that? I've got that picture. I would love that picture. I'll make copies. I'll give you one. I have one. (laughs) Oh, you have a copy of it. Well, hopefully I have the original. I'll make a, I'll make a, I'll print a copy. Me and the burrow are head to head. Yes, you are. Yeah. We're just sitting there. My mom says it's you've a little always, tiny donkey. you've always been stubborn like a mule. She yeah. says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess Allison is. Sarah says that she's a little Jody, and yeah. that just cracked me up because I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea there was a little Jody running around. She goes, yeah, she likes to take her clothes off. <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds like you. Well, poor thing. She has to wear those compression stockings. Oh, still? For her oh, whole life? She has to wear them. She has to wear them until she's five. Uh-huh. That's a lot of years. For a little child, it's, it's their whole life. It, well, right. Right. And she was in these cute little white patent leather shoes. Yeah. Little shiny ones that had bows on them. Yeah. She's standing walking around. She's so cute. Oh, and then they were telling us, they said, she says, Adam... 
their kindergartner is turning out to be just like Alex, their oldest. And I said, why do you say that? She says, well, he came in the room the other day and he says, Mom, Dad, I can't go to school today. I'm afraid I'm blind. <laughs> and so I said, Adam, you were blind? And he looked at me and he goes, yes, Aunt Jody. Yes, I, my eyes, they were, they were just crazy that day. And I, I could not see and I could not, oh, I was blind. And I said, I said, and you're all better now? And he goes like this, Nick. Oh, he rolls his eyes? He rolled his eyes so hard I thought they were going to just flip backwards. He goes, yes, Aunt Jody. <laughs> <coughs> like silly me to think he was still blind. But oh my gosh, those kids are so cute. She burned herself with uh, boiling water? Was she... she crawled into a tub and she turned the hot water on as hot as it would go. And then she could not get out of the tub. God. And when my... This is only the story that I've been told, so I could very well be wrong, but her brother Adam heard her crying, or her brother Andrew heard her crying, went and grabbed her out of the tub, brought her downstairs. Dad saw that her hands were red and hot, so thought she had just burned her hands, uh -huh. and put her hands under cold water. Yeah. They say, do not put it under cold water, but you know what? Put it under fucking cold water. You're supposed to. Because, I, I've always heard that. Well, people have heard that that'll make it blister. And you know what, it, it might make it blister, but it'll also cool off the heat so it will stop burning. Yeah. He didn't know how badly she had burned her legs, mm -hmm. so he did not immerse her legs in cold water. And so by the time all the burning was done, they had to remove all eight of her little toes. Oh my God. So she has her two big toes, and she walks around just like a monkey. She does just fine in those little white patent leather shoes. Boy, does she get around. And she's just... She's just so cute, but she's got all this attitude in her neck, and it cracks me up that they say she's a little Jody, because I don't, I don't think I had all that attitude in me like that, but maybe I did. Well, you're head-to-head -head with a, with a burl, <laughs> you know, in that picture. I mean, I can see where you're stubborn as a donkey. Yes, you know? yes, I guess I just, I, I feel very distant from that part of me, because as I get older, I get less and less resistant. I really do. I, I think that's true for most of us. We... You just figure out that some shit is just going to be that way, and you just got to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did... So, getting back to the point of our whole... Of our whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, you're resistant to being in relationship with number two. He's trying his damnedest to be in a relationship with you. Yes, he is. You're trying your damnedest to hang on to... Number one. Yes. Uh, saying, I'm not over number one. Uh, you know, uh, and for, uh, some... I'm not just saying that. Well, well not, only, not only that, number one died, okay? Number two has had three heart attacks. Number okay? one did not die. Oh, he didn't die? He's out there still? Oh, my God. I'm thinking about the other one. No, yeah, Byron died. Byron died, yeah. I'm talking about my alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, number number one is still out there. He's still out there. And you're the one, you told me to stay away from him. It takes at least five years. Leave him alone. Yes, I Is did. what you told me very yes, vehemently. Yeah. Yeah. But I, also, so I also told you that you have a pattern. Of no. Me? Hooking up with men who are in the process of killing themselves with alcohol. Oh, wow. That's just a recent pattern I picked up. I picked that up with my alcoholic. 
And no, that is number, number two. One. No, my alcoholic is number one. All right, now you got number two, and he's doing the same thing. Do you time. see how I don't claim number two yet? I'm not calling it mine. Mm. There's a problem there. You're living with him. <laughs> I know I'm living with him. He's living with me. And in fact, right now he's doing our laundry. <laughs> Isn't that nice? All right. Somebody's a fool here. Somebody, well. Either you or he is a fool. I don't know. Or we could both be. That's still possible. I, I mean, don't know. What, I don't know, Jody. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm going to continue to be as honest as possible. I, Over time, my feelings for my alcoholic are going to fade. They have already. I, I don't know if number two is the one. I don't feel like he is, but I don't. I don't feel like he deserves for me to be an asshole to him. And that's the hardest part for me is I don't know how to be nice to nice guys. Well, uh, well, one thing, you don't get yourself into situations where you have to have a man supporting you, all right? And then you don't... Well, tough, that part already yeah. happened. Yeah, it, uh, that's done. Done. You can be as mad about it as you want, but no, it's already happened. But, but no, never let that happen again, let me tell you that. I right? sat down with number two's sister. I, I brought up number two's sister before, the one who has multiple personality disorders, or DID. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> DI, is it? Yeah, yeah. Dissociative Identity, Identity Disorder. disorder. Right. All right, I did get that right. Yeah. Does she have names for them? I don't know. I told her to name them. You told me to not let her name them. I don't know where she's gone with that. I haven't since discussed that part with her, but I sat down today and talked to her, and she said I was rubbing her dog. She's got this great pit bull named Pretty, and Pretty just loves me, and I love Pretty. Pretty's a great dog. So I was rubbing Pretty down really hard, and I was like, yeah, I haven't been able to rub a doggy down in a long time. I said, unless you include Aaron. And so she and I both laugh and crack up, and I said, no, seriously. I said, your brother is not a dog. Like, he is the nicest guy I think I've ever fucking been with. And I really don't know what to do with that. And she goes, right? She goes, unless he's yelling at you or calling you names, you don't, you don't recognize him, right? <laughs> I said, well, kind of. That's kind of true. I said, and as nice as he is, I said, I don't know how to be that nice back. Like, there's something broken in me that I can't be you nice respond. to him. You can't respond. I can't, I, I can't reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've noticed that, too. And that's the true matter of it, folks. I cannot reciprocate. So, I apologize if there's not a lot of content in this podcast, but I, as always, appreciate you guys listening. And, Nick, can you play us out? Oh. Maybe. I, I, I can't. Yeah, give me a harp. Give you a harp? Thanks for listening. This is Jaded. I am Jody, my good friend Nick.